Years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> What you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome. The 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. What a treat, man. What a treat. It all blew up, didn't it? It did. Oh, I can't wait. I I I live for I live for mornings like this morning where everything just comes together. Oh, uh, if you wanted a nice, easy, drama-free Steeler season this year, because I feel like for the past few years, there's been things. There's been dramas. There's been off the field stuff. There's been locker room stuff. And you just you just hope, hey, one year can we just get to the football? You know? <laughs> no, not not this year. I mean, there has not been a snap yet. And yesterday the Steelers offensive line turned on Le'Veon Bell. Before the first snap of the season. I mean, I know that everybody is kind of aware what's going on with Le'Veon and his franchise tag. He didn't get a long-term deal, and he's he's angry about it, so he doesn't want to show up, and he has every right to. I know we've all been following along with this, but just take that all in. Take inventory on what I just said. The offensive line turned on Le'Veon Bell. Before the first snap of the season. <laughs> I mean, you're so angry, too. Like, stuff that you don't hear. You know what's crazy is, like, most of the guys in the locker room, especially the offensive line, were completely fine. Remember Marquise Pouncey, like, earlier, is just like, yeah, he'll be here. Yeah, don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. That's kind of like what a lot of the guys were. Th- don't worry about it. He'll be here. And then I, I believe Pouncey even said Wednesday he's going to be here. Yeah. And then they, you know, people were like, "Wait, did you talk to him? Did he say he's showing up on Wednesday?" He's like, "Nah, he just he'll, he'll be here." It's almost like the offensive line was communicating to Le'Veon Bell, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna put our butts on the line and say when you're going to show up," without even talking to Le'Veon. And Le'Veon's probably sitting back like, "Oh, hold on, wait a minute. These guys who got all their money are gonna tell me when I show up for work." Okay, let me, you know, I feel like Le'Veon might have planned to show up, but things happened and just made him want to stay away more. And after yesterday, what some of the the guys in the locker room said, (laughs) if you're Le'Veon Bell, I wouldn't show up until the uh, the last week I have to. Was it like week eleven or something? Yeah, week ten. Week eleven, week ten. Uh, yeah, going to like, week. 11. I, I don't even know if I expect Le'Veon Bell until then. Now, crazy. It definitely went. <laughs> it went bad real fast, <laughs> real fast. Uh, Diana tweets: I'm proposing today's show just be four hours of Steelers Facebook comments. Can you do this, please, for all the loyal listeners? Okay, now here's the thing: we have been reading Le'Veon Bell Facebook comments for the entire off season. You know, 
when Le'Veon got franchised, we were reading Facebook. I, I think I'm just kind of beaten down by Le'Veon Bell Facebook comments. I mean, they're all kind of the same at this point. It's nothing new. Yeah, I looked at them, and a lot of them are just, you know, Like, trade, trade them, we're done with them, People and stuff like that. Yeah. But even that, 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 that's... See, Facebook comments stop becoming fun when things stop becoming an overreaction, which is why you do not hear us read Pirates' Facebook comments on the show uh, really, when they you know lose a bunch of games because they're out of the playoff race, they blow ever since the trade deadline, and just nobody's going to the game. Nobody cares. And the rage is uh, is the truth, you know. Yeah. So we're at that point with Le'Veon Bell to where if somebody goes, I'm done with Le'Veon, trade him. It does not sound as insane as it might have in the offseason, you know? Mm-hmm. So when when the comments stop sounding like the rantings of a crazy person, that's when we just kind of move on. So I don't think we're going to have Le'Veon Bell Facebook comments on the uh, show today. Uh, Dante tweets, you know what's kind of funny is the Steelers' offensive line kind of sound like Facebook comments. <laughs> you just sit out the whole year. You make twice what Big Al does. Oh, my God. The Steelers' offensive line went full Facebook comment section. I am I am alive this morning. I am alive. This is what we are here for. Days like today are what we get paid to come in here and do this radio show I for. Mean, I am alive with Steelers' offensive lineman Facebook comment. That is the perfect way to sum it up. Woo! Woo! Man, and then on top of all that, WTAE does an on-the-street interview with a lady named Deb who has words for Le'Veon, and it is one of the it is one of the best local news Yinzer on-the-street opinion clips of the year. It's amazing. We are alive this morning, Pittsburgh. Ride with us this morning. There's things going on with Le'Veon Bell in the Steelers. And WTAE's David Kaplan has capitalized on it by finding Deb. Pittsburgh Deb. What a gift Deb is. <laughs> Listen, I love when things happen in this city where reporters, local news can just go to the strip district, put a microphone, you know, Look for Yinzers, put a microphone in their face, and they deliver gold every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is WTAE, David Kaplan on uh, Le'Veon Bell, everything that's going on with him. And that's when he comes across Pittsburgh Deb. Steeler fans we talked to say they want Bell here at the facility in the South Side, yep. getting ready for week one, believing he gives the Steelers the best chance to win every game. Sure. Some yep. a little more frustrated by his absence than others. All right, now here comes Pittsburgh Deb. Come on, do it for your team. Come on, do it for your team. I mean, you just know, Let him know, you Deb. Just know from that. Get him, De- Deb. Deb is about to spit fire on Le'Veon Bell. Come on, dude. Just do it for your team. Debbie Cromlish says Le'Veon Bell's holdout is making her sick. You know what? It's giving me a migraine here in his damn name. Very angry at him. <laughs> Deb's got a migraine. What did you do, Le'Veon? Deb's got a migraine. You know what? It's giving me a migraine here in his damn name. It's giving me a migraine here in his damn name. Come on, do it for your team. Come on, do it for your team. I mean, I understand, okay? 
He got to eat, too. He got to eat, too. All right. Now, this is where Deb understands. Deb has a migraine. Deb gets it. Le'Veon Bell has given Deb a migraine, but now, Deb, it's understanding, Deb. He got a family. I get it. I get it. He got to eat. He got a family. But... (laughs) But at the end of the day, really? But at the end of the day, really? (laughs) (laughs) It's so Pittsburgh, it freaking hurts. I understand. But at the end of the day, really? I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. Family. I get it. But at the end of the day, really? But at the end of the day, really? 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 You can't take it with you, lady on. You can't take it with you, lady on. (laughs) Listen, I do not care that the Steelers' locker room appears to be in flames right now. I am alive because of Pittsburgh Deb. You can't take it with you, Lady On. I love it so much. You can't take it with you, Lady On. You can't take it with you, Lady On. If he don't show up, who cares? We'll do it without. It's the Steeler. Yeah, there it is. Let him know, Deb. Let him know. Deb, 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 Deb. Here we go, Deb. Here we go. At the end of the day, it's the Steelers. Now, Deb is about to get fired up, though. Like, we create the talent. We create the talent. We made you who you are. Whoa, Deb. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. Speak on it, Deb. End the story. End the story. Mic drop. Yinzer mic drop. End the story. (laughs) Where Where the Steelers? We made the talent. Deb just punches. We made you. Get this mic out of my face. We made you. Here you are. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. You can't take it with you, Le'Veon. It's the Steelers. Steelers. We made you who you are. <laughs> we made you what you were. End the story. End the story. <laughs> mic drop. Shut it down. Le'Veon has to show up now Le'Veon. because Deb said so and she's got a migraine. You know what? It's giving me a migraine hearing his damn name. I'm telling you, man, Pittsburgh Deb is going to uh, completely overrun our show this morning. On. It is Mikey and Bob, the uh, 96 one Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people fired up about what's happening with uh, with Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers. The NFL season actually kicks off tonight. Uh, it is the Eagles versus the Falcons. Uh, in Philly on NBC. It's the big kickoff and yay. And then, of course, Steelers-Browns at Cleveland on Sunday to kick off the uh, the Steelers season. Uh, Le'Veon Bell has not showed up yet. He doesn't have to. He's on the franchise tag, which means he's going to get, what, $14.5 million a year mm-hmm. if he plays every game, but he doesn't have to. Under the collective bargaining agreement, he can show up, what, after week 10? Yeah, yeah. Play, you know not even a full season and it will still count as a full year and he can still go be a free agent uh next year but yesterday was the day where the Steelers locker room especially the offensive line turned on Le'Veon Bell this is uh Marquise Pouncey what he had to say on the whole situation yesterday I just I just felt confident that he was going to come but now that he didn't obviously there's Le'Veon over the Steelers and we're we're the Steelers, and we're going to play as the Steelers. All right, now hold on. Now here's another thing. Why did the Steelers' offensive linemen, especially Marquise Pouncey, think Le'Veon Bell was going to show up? And why were they so butthurt when he didn't? Did he ever tell them he was going to show up right? on a certain day? 
because I remember Marquis Pouncey saying that, you know, he thinks he's going to show up Wednesday or something like that. He was the one who came out and said that, yeah. But then, you know, somebody asked him, did Levy, Did you talk to him? He's like, no, I just have a feeling. Almost like he was calling out Le'Veon, like, you better be here, because if you're not here Wednesday, we're turning we're on you. you. Okay, all right. Now when it's game time and you know that you have $14 million looming out there. And- yeah, but you know what's cooler than $14 million? $50 million, and it's guaranteed. Like, I... I get why they're all mad, but I also I also think that you can't be mad at another person's money in what they're trying to do. If if somebody I don't care what your job is, whether you're a stealer, whether you're a teacher, whether you're a police officer, it, you can't be mad at somebody else for trying to get the most money right. out of what they do for a living. I'm telling you, you can't be mad at that. And you're still not hearing the team really wants you to hear this. At this point, we got Connor. I mean, well, guess what? Okay, we got Connor. I get it. Okay. Why aren't any of these guys mad at the front office? Why isn't anybody saying, hey, you know what? Now that Le'Veon has really kind of called the team's bluff here and might not even show up for more than half of the season, why isn't anybody going, maybe the the front office should have given him a longer-term deal? Or maybe they shouldn't have franchise-tagged him two years in a row, which they knew would anger him to the point where he's not even showing up. I mean, they really did have two years to work out a deal. They did. Two years. Well, and even then franchising a guy for two straight years and not allowing him to go get that big guaranteed money contract if you know you're not going to give it to him sure it's fair and you can do it under the rules but then don't be mad when the guy is angry every single one of you would be angry too if you had the opportunity to go out and get a job somewhere else Mm -hmm. that you know is going to pay you guaranteed money and your job wasn't going to pay you as much but your job had this clause where they could keep you for two years, you would all be pissed too. But I know you're wearing Steeler glasses. Don't think of these guys as Steelers. Think of them as employees. And I'm telling you, you're not rah-rah, Le'Veon. 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 You're not. If you just look at these people like employees. I think we're just all grown enough to finally accept things at some point, and you're just like, all right, you know what? If you don't want to be here, it is, it is what it is. And hold out 10 weeks. It's totally fine with us. Like, as a team, we're, we're totally fine. It takes 11 guys, not just one. Yeah, that's a lie. The team's not totally fine. The offensive line buried them yesterday. They're acting like they don't care. No, and things they, aren't okay. They've all said the right things, but yesterday when he didn't show up, it all blew up. Here was Ramon Foster. He throw some of that on my contract. You know, I, that's how I feel about it. Is. Wait, wait, hold on. Ramon's got a good point here. If everybody's so angry at Le'Veon, why don't they all come together as a team and take less money so Le'Veon can get his money? No, nobody's willing to do that? All right, then. In the ultimate sense, what we've created is a, a league of individuals. Oh, I know the league is all about get your money. Oh, okay, yeah. Listen. You can't say the league is all about get your money and then be mad at somebody who's going to get his money. Get paid. I love it, but... No, you don't love you it, don't though. Love you it. don't love it, though, because you're ripping on Le'Veon. My perspective is a whole lot different now. I'm in your 10. This guy... Look- uh, my perspective is a whole lot different now because I got the big contract. That, like, all these guys have their money. And, like, Le'Veon has money, and I get everybody's going to say, isn't $14 million enough? Well, what do you do? How much do you get paid to you? If you're making $40,000 a year and your boss wants to take you down to 20 or something, 
What, what, and they go, well, isn't 20000 enough to live on? Yeah, sure it is. But you know what's cooler? $40,000. Well, if you're making forty and you have the chance to make eighty or a hundred, you know, like you just can't compare that. You can't compare the money. I I love the butt hurt of the offensive line. It's yesterday. really amazing. Here's more Ramon Foster here. What is Le'Veon about to go into year seven? You know, you're not getting younger, so win it, get paid next year. Uh, yeah, but that was the same thing last year. He got 400 touches last year, and last year was supposed to be the big long-term deal, and if the Steelers weren't going to do it, let him go into free agency where he could get it. And they did this to him two years in a row, and of course he's upset now. But now all the Steelers are coming out, especially the offensive line, and saying this and saying that, and listen, I get that they're frustrated, but it's not their money. They're not. Why aren't they mad at the organization I for mean, not giving Le'Veon a long-term deal or letting him go so you could at least prepare for this? Le'Veon called the Steelers bluff, basically. He basically said, all right, you're going to do this to me again. And he's seeing all these other players get these big deals. He's going to say, watch this. Well, and the Steelers thought that he would just show up. They did. You know, they no, took nobody it for granted. doubted it. And, and nobody's mad at the Steelers for just thinking that Le'Veon would play nice after they... Nobody's... Why isn't anybody mad at the Steelers here for what it looks like botching this? And they can't trade him now. Nope. They could have done that in the offseason too, but they just didn't. They, well, we didn't know he was going to be this angry is what it is. Oh, man. It is a mess, right? And then you got Pittsburgh Deb who just brings it all together, you know? Come on, do it for your team. Come on, do it for your team, Le'Veon. 96.1. Follow and tweet the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Mikey and Bob make morning special. That's right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Uh, we've been talking about Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers locker room and everything that's been going on for most of the show today. And then WTAE did an amazing interview with a lady named Deb who just... It's the Steelers! We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. End the story. All right, people are tweeting us here, though, because listen, I, I know a lot of people disagree with everything that's going on with, uh, with Le'Veon Bell. And especially can disagree... With, uh, I, I don't know, maybe how we think about Le'Veon Bell. I just don't really care. I don't know why the guys are, like, I get why they're upset because they want to win the Super Bowl and yay, yay, go team. But, like, like the Steelers put the franchise tag on this guy who could have went out and got a long-term deal somewhere else if they're not going to get it from him. And now everybody's mad because he's doing what he's contractually in the CBA, you know, yeah. obligated and allowed to do. So Steelers kind of took him for granted. They used, be there. they used the CBA against him, and now he apparently is going to use it against them. Uh, either that or he could just show up today. I mean, that would be <laughs> And that all amazing. goes away, too. No. I, I, but I just love that he didn't show up Monday or Wednesday, and now everybody's just like, week 11. Just assuming that that's what's going to happen. If he shows up today, people will still be in a rage. Like, there will still be rage over well, Le'Veon. Yeah, but like I always said with Le'Veon Bell rage, um, it, it really doesn't feel like he's playing uh, against the Browns. You know, if he shows up sometime before the game, mm-hmm. uh, maybe he'll get a few carries. But it seems like James Conner is definitely going to start Sunday to open the season versus the Browns, which is, is crazy that it's even got to that point. But here we are, you know. Uh, but I'll go back to what I said. If Le'Veon Bell shows up and he goes for 150 yards and two touchdowns, then uh, all is uh, everybody forgets, right? Everybody moves on once the season starts. It's just how it goes. Uh, Jonah tweets here. What if Bob was holding out for way more money than you were making? You'd support him, right? 
Yes, I would. Uh, me and Bob actually make the same amount of money. So we've always avoided any contract disputes or I should make more money than him and he should make more money than me. We make the same amount of money and we negotiate our deals at the same time. Now, let me let you in on a little something, too. These guys that play football together, maybe a couple of them are friends. Yeah. But other than the time they spend at practice, during the games, and in the locker room, these dudes aren't hanging out together. They're not They're not caring about one another no. enough like that. They want to win the Super Bowl. And sure, yes, they're friendly with each other. And a lot, you know, some of them are good friends, maybe even off the field too. But like, they're as friendly as you are to the guy who works in the office with you that you got to see every day. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Sajota says, What if Bob refused to talk to you and didn't tell you anything? Wouldn't you be a little upset that your friend wouldn't even talk to you because of a dispute? With the company. Well, like I said, in me and Bob's situation, we're a little bit different because we've been friends before radio and all that. So, yes, I would expect if there was a Steeler on the team that was like lifelong best friends with Le'Veon Bell and was in that situation, then maybe it'd be a little bit different. But no, I would not be mad at Bob if he wanted to like just hold out for more money. Because if that's what he thinks he should do to support his family, I'm not going to be mad at him. I don't I care mean, if you believe me or not. Unless, I just don't, I'm not going to be mad at somebody for trying to get their most money. Unless Le'Veon came out to all these dudes and told them just like, "I'll be back. Don't worry about it. I'll be there Wednesday." But nobody said that yesterday. Like that they, they assumed. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just assumed. Uh, Bobby said, sorry, Pittsburgh, Deb, Mikey and Bob are throwing some truth bombs on the Le'Veon situation. Why isn't anybody even blaming the Steelers front office? No matter who you are, how much you earn, you're going to push to make the most you can. Uh, Fish tweets is here. Wow. Glad you guys are experts on Le'Veon Bell and football money. Now we're not experts, but I'm just telling you some, some truths about the situations. I mean, it's not like we're making the stuff up here. It's. It's the rules and how players can use it to their advantage and how teams can use the collective bargaining agreement and all that to their advantage. I mean, this stuff is out in the news every day now. We're not making it up. There was a time when you guys were mildly amusing. Now you just make fun of people and act like you're smarter than everybody else. Oh, we do not claim to be smarter than anybody else. And listen, we have been making fun of people since day one. That hasn't changed. We have not changed at all. I am not sure how you guys are number one or why I'm even listening. All right. I mean, go to the crossroads then. I'm sorry about it. I mean, we, we've always made fun of people on the show. That's never changed at all. I'm not saying I'm smarter than anybody. I'm just trying to give people maybe a different perspective on the Le'Veon right, Bell on. situation uh, because everybody's out. wearing Steelers glasses, Some right? Some dude just sent himself to the crossroads because <laughs> Le'Veon Bell didn't show up yesterday. I mean, think about what you just said. You went listening to our show and Le'Veon Bell didn't show up. And we're talking about it. And you're so angry that you're like, never listening again. <laughs> like, you're mad. I would just step back for a second. <laughs> you're so mad how we're talking about the Le'Veon Bell situation that you start re reevaluating your whole listening to the show. Just like, I don't even know why I'm here. That's how angry you are. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Steelers! <laughs> Ashley tweets here, the city would welcome Le'Veon back with open arms if he just came back for Pittsburgh. Deb. I agree. 
Do it for Deb, Le'Veon. Christy uh, tweets here, Yinzer Deb is the full embodiment of a Pittsburgh office lady in a Steelers Facebook comment. I only wish she had whipped her cower or knoll out during the uh, WTAE interview. You can't take it with you, Le'Veon. Can't take it with you, Le'Veon. Listen. I mean, you know how the Steelers bring in, like, uh, Billy Gardell or uh, Joe Magnello, whatever. Terrible towel twirl? Bring in Deb. <laughs> Pittsburgh Deb, you think? You think that's I mean, it? I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. Yeah. He got a family. I get it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, really, you can't take it with you, lady on. All right, now listen. I... I will say this. I, I I completely agree that people are angry at Le'Veon and don't think the Steelers should pay him, and that's fine. I actually don't think the Steelers should pay him either. I think it's crazy to give like a running back uh, that that much money, but other teams will. So I understand Le'Veon. I understand the Steelers. It all just sucks that the situation got this far. Yeah. And now yeah. both sides are like trying to call each other's bluff, and it's, it's turned into a mess when it didn't even need to have to. But I will say this. Everyone can come together this morning and just bask in the glory that is the Pittsburgh Deb WTAE interview. I think we, no matter what side you fall on or no matter how you argue we one side, unite. Fight, we can all unite on Pittsburgh Deb. It's the Steelers. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. End the story. 96 Here's another thing I think we can all agree on, right? Because I get that people, you know, the Le'Veon Bell thing in this city right now with the Steelers and especially the Steelers, uh, some of the offensive linemen coming out yesterday uh, saying things about Le'Veon. I think we can all agree on one thing, too. Not only our love for the WTAE interview with Pittsburgh Deb, I think we can all agree, no matter if you agree with Le'Veon, no matter if you agree with the Steelers, no matter if you actually agree with both, which I think a lot of people can see both sides. I think we can all agree on this. I want James Conner to run for 250 yards and eight touchdowns on Sunday versus the Browns. I want James Conner to be absolutely unstoppable for the Browns. I want this whole Le'Veon Bell situation to actually light a fire under the team's ass and then be angry if and when Le'Veon, you know, just doesn't show up. I want this to light a fire under the Steelers' ass to think that, hey, a lot of people think we can't do it without Le'Veon. I want that offensive line to block for James Conner on Sunday if and when he does start like they've never blocked before. I want that dude 300 yards, eight touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? Just unstoppable. I think we can all agree on that, yeah. right? I yeah. think we can all agree, no matter what's going on with Le'Veon, we all want to see James Conner just become an absolute beast on Sunday and however many weeks he's got to uh, start, maybe if that's the uh, case, till Le'Veon shows up. All right, now let's get to today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Oh, welcome, welcome to, to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, show History. history. a couple years ago today in Freak Show history there was a garbage man who was taking video of this lady because she didn't get all her trash picked up and uh, she was just raging at this garbage man you just hit my vehicle get your driver's license you pulled right out in front of me yeah and when someone pulls in front of you because there's an emergency you slow your rear end down okay she's getting fired up here and you stop you should have picked up my trash big boy I picked up your trash no you didn't you want to go see what you left I left the carpeting and the you were supposed to pick up everything. Nope, four bags. Yeah, do you think you get to decide 
what you pick up and what no, you don't. No, it's what you order. You little twerp. You little twerp. All right, this lady is ramping up. And you're going to pay. You're going to pay. Oh, okay. Yeah, baby. Oh, boy. All right, this that is, is creepy. This is where she starts going from angry to a little crazy. Yeah, baby. Christ, you ain't your pants already. Yep. I'm not because it's all on video. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for video. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Christ, for video. Yeah. yeah. I picked up all your trash. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. The truck driver in the garbage truck. I picked up all your trash. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Alphabet? Are we going alphabet on the poor garbage man? Why don't you go back to Baba, baby, baba, baby. What? Da, 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 da. This is a lady just raging on a garbage Losing man. Her mind. Papa baby, papa baby. Now you're gonna pay, baby. Now you're gonna pay, baby. All right, this, this is, this is all but a build up to now this you're moment. Now you pay, baby. She starts acting like a chicken. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where. She's she goes chicken. She's up. walking around clucking like a chicken now. Have you ever gone so crazy where you're just like, you know what? I'm so angry right now. I'm a chicken. I've never gone full chicken before where it's just like She just turned into a chicken. Okay, and now she's like stomping around in yeah, front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first kill. And now she's pointing to the sky yelling, "Yeah! My first kill." Also, she barrel rolls down like a, a little grass hill. She just goes from doing a chicken and then she barrel rolls into the grass. And then, yeah, my first kill. It's unbelievable. I have, I have no idea what's happening in this video, but it is absolutely just, it's gold. <laughs> I mean, full chicken. She goes full chicken. Full chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Really is. Dom tweets us here. You guys can uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, FS Mikey, FS Big Bob. Same on both. FS Mikey, FS Big Bob. Dom tweets us, isn't Pittsburgh dad's wife named Deb? Pittsburgh mom has been discovered. Oh, uh, yeah. Dom talking about the uh, WTAE interview with the uh, lady named Deb talking about Le'Veon Bell. It's the Steelers. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. End the story. Uh, Kelly tweets here, I missed the whole Deb interview earlier, but when I started listening to the show this morning, I thought Pittsburgh Deb was a new Pittsburgh Dad character. Well, actually, Pittsburgh Dad uh, tweeted out the uh, the interview. Pittsburgh Dad, of course, makes uh, Yinzer videos and the character Pittsburgh Dad. Everybody knows about him, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the Pittsburgh Dad Twitter account tweeted the video. Now he's done it. Bell's gone and ticked off a Pittsburgh Deb. Ooh, I'd hate to be him if he ever comes back this way again. <laughs> Pittsburgh Deb, man. You don't want to make a Pittsburgh Deb angry. I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. I get it. But at the end of the day, really, really? you can't take it with you, lady on. You can't take it with you, lady on. Oh, I love it so much. All right, let's get to a uh, naked story. We got a naked uh, person on the show. We do. Uh, this happened down in uh, Minnesota, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Listen, I got to be honest. I'm not ready for the naked story yet. I'm there. Hold on. Let me let me run down a list of stories we have on the show. I got I got a Florida story next. Let me just run down a list of things on the show because I'm all flustered here. A couple of stories we want to get to today. Man arrested on suspicion of dumping container of urine on neighbor's vehicle. Florida man hangs dead ducks on stop sign. So Florida. Man shoves stolen iced coffee down his pants. Mm. 
Boating while intoxicated arrest leads to fight with naked man. That's the Minnesota story. We will uh, we will get to that story. Uh, but first, it is time for another Florida story. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Here we go. Oh, attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. It happened again. It's, it's another, another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Always weird things happening down in the state of Florida. Let's check here. Deputies arrest a man they say was drunk and led them on a chase down in the Florida Keys. All right, drunk guy, uh, police chase happening. The sheriff's office says that Nicholas Trauka eventually crashed his truck into a sign. Oh, boy. And then he jumped into the ocean. He tried right. to hide under a bridge. Deputies <laughs> pulled him out, as you see there. All right, so he crashed his car and then just jumped in the ocean to try to hide from the cops. They say that during the chase that he also crashed into a concrete median, a light pole, and then a palm tree. Okay, this guy was all over the place, drunk driving, which is never good. You should never drink and drive, especially nowadays. You can just bring out your phone, get an app, sure, uh, Uber, yeah, Lyft, yeah. and somebody can come pick your uh, pick your drunk ass up. This guy's drunk, crashing into things. The cops are after him. He jumps in the ocean to try to get away. He's hiding under a bridge, but just wait According for to it. the sheriff's office, deputies found empty bottles of alcohol in his truck and that his blood alcohol level was more than... Than double the legal limit at point two one four. But just wait mm-hmm. for it. That should be the end of the story right there. Drunk guy, Florida, all over the place, gets arrested. Bye. After his rescue, deputies say he told them Stop. the morning events would make a great story yep. to tell his friends and family. There it is. In true Florida man why'd fashion. You, why'd you do it, son? Drunk driving, crashing into things, jump in the ocean. Great yes. story. Why did you do it? Because this is going to be a great story to tell my friends and family. No, drunk driving is not going to be a great story to tell your friends and family. Uh, You now have a DUI on your record. It's Florida making the show once again. Imagine this scenario for Facebook comments. Steelers are 10-0 to start the season. Have the only perfect record in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell finally shows up. Tomlin plays him and they lose. Oh, now, see, now we're talking. I just I, I just love to see the world burn, so I'm here for that. I'm here. I'll take that right now. I mean, people go <laughs> insane. It'll just be nuts. Uh, Edmund sent his Facebook message here. What we really need now is the crazy Italian guy's opinion on the Le'Veon Bell situation. I mean, crazy Italian guy who calls our show all the time. He is uh, just diehard Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. just uh, no fair weatherness. I mean, crazy Italian guy probably thinks all the Steelers should play for free just because it's the Steelers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, of course, has not showed up. He doesn't have to under his franchise tag, which he hasn't signed yet. In the collective bargaining agreement, he literally could hold out till like, what is it, week 11 he'd be back by? Mm-hmm. And then it would count as a full year for him, and he could become a free agent uh, next year. Obviously, yesterday, things blew up in the Steelers' locker room. Uh, Some of the Steelers' players have just been saying, you know, we'll deal with the guys we have here. He'll get here when he gets here. Not really worried about it. Uh, Marquise Pouncey, I believe, said he would show up Wednesday. He didn't. Ramon Foster, some of the quotes from him. What do you do? Here's a guy who doesn't give a damn, I guess. So we'll treat it as such. All right. I mean, I don't think Le'Veon Bell doesn't give a damn. He just doesn't want to keep getting franchised. He wants a long-term deal with guaranteed money. That's what he said, and That's he it. didn't get it, so he's doing what he has to do now. I don't think that means he doesn't 
really give a damn, but I just I love it all. I'm here for it all. Whether you're whether whether you have a side on this or whether you just don't care, I'm just here for it all. Because the regular season for the Steelers has not even started yet. And the offensive line is calling out perceived to be like, you know, the starting running back. It's amazing. It's <laughs> it is peak drama. It's crazy. Uh, here's a guy who doesn't give a damn, I guess, so we'll treat it as such. This is Ramon Foster yesterday. I just hate it came to this. He's making seven times what I made, twice as much as Al Villanueva is making, and we're the guys who do it for him. All right, now see, I mean, you can't compare Ramon Foster money and Al Villanueva money to Le'Veon Bell money. I mean, Ben's making a lot more than those guys, too. I just That should, does should, seem like a weird thing to bring up. Should, should everybody just make the same amount of money, though? I don't get this. I don't get the argument. Like, I get that they're mad at Le'Veon Bell because he's their teammate, and of course they want him They want him there. But Le'Veon Bell's like, if this team's franchised me for, for two years and held me back from a big free agent deal with guaranteed money, right? why should I play along? I'm going to use the CBA against them like they used the CBA against me. I mean, to throw out, like, Le'Veon's making seven times as much as me, he's making twice as much as, as Al, like, yeah, you could do the same thing for... For anybody. Not everybody makes the same. Like, Antonio Brown's got a bonkers deal. So what, what does that mean? You know? I mean, should Antonio and Ben take less money because we're all a team here? I love that everybody's like, oh, all a team here. All right, then. I mean, why doesn't the Steelers' offensive line? Here's it. Here's how we solve this. Because the Steelers' offensive line seems angry at Le'Veon Bell. Since they all got money and stuff like that, you know. They should start a GoFundMe. That's what we do in America now. When somebody is perceived to be hurting, Go we start a GoFundMe. Do it for Le'Veon. Ramon, Pouncey, DeCastro, Le'Veon Bell, GoFundMe. Guarantee him you're going to give him like an extra $15 million if he shows up for all the weeks this year. <laughs> Problem solved. I just solved the whole Steelers situation. That's how it is. It's under the table, so it doesn't have to be against the you know salary cap uh-uh, or anything. None of it, yeah. The Steelers are still paying him 14 half under his franchise. He's just going to get an extra 10 or 15 because <laughs> we're all a team here and we all want to win. So the, the Steelers offensive line should pony up millions if they're that upset. Right? Ramon Foster says, and listen, I I like these guys. I like the Castro and Foster and Pouncey. I just love how it was one day it all stopped. Everybody snapped. He didn't show up on Wednesday, that and it, it all turned. That was it. Ramon Foster said it's kind of frustrating. Take some of the take some of the money if he's not going to show up here and put it on top of mine. We'll survive. In this day and age, everybody's being so selfish. I don't think it registers. I will say he's hurt himself, but stuff like that doesn't register with certain people. We'll get over it. We'll roll. You know how it is. We drink the Kool-Aid and roll. I mean, has Le'Veon Bell really hurt himself? It doesn't if he gets a guaranteed deal for like five years and $50 million guaranteed next year from some crap team like the Jets or something like it. I mean, does it really hurt Le'Veon Bell if he doesn't get injured for the games he plays I mean, and, and cashes in in the offseason? Le'Veon's made it more than apparent that all he's here for is for the money. So uh, Marquise Ponzi here said, I really thought Wednesday – Trust me, I really did. After a couple of text messages and knowing Le'Veon as a competitor who wants to be the best in the league, but obviously he proved all of us wrong. We just finally accept things at some point, and you're just like, all right, if you don't want to be here, it is what it is. Hold out for 10 weeks. It's totally fine with us. As a team, we're totally fine. It takes 11 guys, not one. Eh, well, some of the players aren't fine. I mean, Ramon Foster sounds very angry at Le'Veon Bell. It, it, it's not just like, it's totally fine. We're 
Is he a great pay, uh, player? Absolutely, Pouncey says. Do we all respect him and think he's one of the best? Absolutely, but this is a team sport, and we all know that. And then he announced the Steelers' offensive line go fund me. He did right there in the locker room. <laughs> that he was said, the moment. I'm giving five. Ramon's giving three. DeCastro's giving five. A couple other guys are going to chip in. We're going to get this worked out. Uh, Pouncey did go on to say, honestly, it's a little selfish. I'm kind of pissed right now. It sucks he's not here. We'll move on as a team. It doesn't look like he'll be in the game plan at this point. Connor looks great at this point. Just go ahead and miss 10 games. And like I said, I think we can all agree now whether we can side with Le'Veon, the Steelers, both. We can hear a little bit of both sides. Everybody wants James Conner to run for 300 yards and eight touchdowns, right? Yep. Yep. Everybody wants James Conner to become a starting running back. David DeCastro says, I think we're all disappointed. What's the expression? We're stuck with our foot in our mouths. We all thought he'd be here. Well, that's not on Le'Veon Bell. That's on the offensive line who started, you know, spouting off the day Le'Veon would go there without even uh, talking to him. DeCastro went on to say, just sit out the whole year then. So obviously things changed for the Steelers offensive line, some of them yesterday, and they were quite angry at Le'Veon Bell. You're right. Hopefully the old line just plays angry now. That that's what I said earlier, and that's what I hope happens. Mm-hmm. I not even the offensive line. I want Ben, I want Antonio Brown, because let me tell you, if Le'Veon Bell comes out and says I'm not showing up to like week eleven or whatever, everybody's gonna write this team off. Everybody's gonna say, like, okay, well, they're not really a Super Bowl contender yep. without Le'Veon Bell. And then when he comes back, I'll get I want a fire lit under these guys' asses, especially the offensive line blocking for James Conner if that's going to be the plan going forward. I mean, we can all hope that happens, right? We can all hope that happens. So who knows when Le'Veon Bell is going to show up? He hasn't showed up yet. It kind of seems like he might not show up till week 11. And uh, I just hope that the Steelers offensive line go fund me. All the drama. uh, All the drama. And listen, I'm just here for it all. I know. I just want want all the smoke. Not even a snap yet in the regular season. And here we are, the offensive line calling out Le'Veon Bell. I'm I'm just here for it all. Uh, we do have a naked person making the show once again. We have been keeping track of how many shows in a row we do that cover a story of somebody getting naked. What are we at, Bob? What's the naked streak at? Uh, 24. 24th straight show. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. Uh, this happened down in Minnesota, naked person. Police say a man initially arrested for boating while intoxicated and fighting officers while naked. Oh, wow. Boating while intoxicated. Naked. Led him to, okay, couple beers out on the boat turns bad when you're fighting officers naked. St. Croix River. 60-year-old Jerome oh, Siefel is charged. He's 62. 60. Drinking, boating, naked, 60. With three counts of battery to a law enforcement officer and three counts of resisting an officer. This guy's butt naked in the water fighting cops. Yeah, I mean, what an eyewitness account that is. Guy taking video, this guy is butt Butt naked, naked. in the water, fighting cops. And Hudson Police Chief Jeff (laughs) Willem says he's never seen anything like it before. Stop! 
Here's how it all went down, starting with Jerome Siepel being put under arrest for accusations of boating while drunk. And that's a 60-year-old guy boating yeah. while drunk. He didn't want to be under arrest, so he fought with the DNR warden and then jumped overboard. And that's when Okay, he jumps overboard. I drink and drive all the time out here on the waters. Listen, this ain't like when you got... Yeah, you can't boat and drink. It's just like when you're in a car. Ah, oh, no, I've been doing this for 20 years now. And wear your clothes, sir. And Hudson police officers showed up to help. And on the boat... One or the other. You understand that? It wouldn't be easy. He's got no interest in getting back in a boat. No. The officers called for more backup. And more than 15 minutes after the struggle began, finally, they caught a break. I mean, a 15-minute struggle with a 60-year-old naked guy in the water? At one point, like, I'd pay for that. I'd pay for it's that. The, it's the police whatever, cam, chest cam, whatever. Yeah. At one point, the dude, just, he's wearing a life preserver and nothing else, <laughs> just like floating on his back out there as they're yelling at him to get in the boat. And he's just floating, like, paddling by. Boaters are going by just like, is that a buoy in the water? That is a tiny buoy. I've never seen a small buoy like that. What's that little white buoy going to stop people from doing, really? Can't even see it right there. His attention was drawn to our patrol boat that was coming, and they seized the opportunity to kind of grab hold of him and try and get him into the boat. Both the officers and Siepel came away from the fight with scrapes, bruises, and cuts, putting an end to one of the most bizarre arrests Chief Willems. <laughs> has ever seen. There were no no major injuries with this. So all in all, it's a win. I mean, it definitely is a win at some point when you see on the uh, the chest cam video uh -huh. there, when you see a 60-year-old guy naked <laughs> floating in his lake wearing nothing but a life preserver and a smile. 96-1. It is nude volleyball weekend in Beaver County. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> a big weekend, right? We were talking about this on the show. I feel like it was a couple months ago. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, just talking about naked people like we always do on the show. There is a nudist uh, colony in Beaver County, right? Yeah. Called yeah. the uh, White Thorn Lodge. And we were talking about this in depth one day, and we got into a weird wormhole where we learned about this nudist colony because they have a big volleyball tournament every year. So it is... Uh, Beaver County Nudist Colony Volleyball Weekend. Wow. A lot to take in I there. I want to say we, when we first were talking about it, too, they have, they have like 100 teams sign up for this. From like different a, countries yeah. and everything. It's a big, it's an international event. Hey, how many other places are doing naked volleyball tournaments? Not many, It's obviously. not something you can just go to a random volleyball court and get. Well, salute to you, Beaver County. It's like beach volleyball is sand. Sandy and naked. Our friend uh, Cindy tweets us here. Uh, she listens to the show all the time. Uh, she said, you guys know I'm still new here in Pittsburgh, but has there always been so much drama with the Steelers? Is it like this every year? I would say no. I mean, the drama, it, it seems a bit thick with the, uh, with the Steelers uh, for the past few seasons. But I, but I also say this. I think with the way social media is nowadays, in the way we have overwhelming 24-7 sports coverage from ESPN and, you know, uh, Bleacher Report and, and Barstool mm -hmm. Sports, and, and there's sports local reporters everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like things haven't really changed all that much. I just feel like it's... It's in front of our faces a lot more. Like, I mean, you think of some of the off-the-field stuff 
that happens with the Steelers, a lot of this stuff doesn't even get talked about 15, 20 years ago because social media is not even around or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you you want to take it back to the 70s and Chuck Knoll and all that. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of off-the-field stuff going on there. There's contract disputes going on there. It's just not as public as it is now because, you know, Franco Harris isn't on Twitter, you know, tweeting about how he wants a new deal. Ashley tweets us here. I'm from Beaver County. Never heard of naked volleyball. What am I missing? Well, you're missing naked volleyball. I don't think clothed people can go. I think we, uh, didn't we go through the rules? Yeah, I believe you have to be naked even as a spectator. Yeah, so just Google it. Naked volleyball, Beaver County, White Thorn Lodge, I think is the nudist colony up there. Have yourself a good time with it. Uh, Did you see this? uh, Did you see the protester yesterday? (laughs) This is. It's unbelievable. There was a uh, the CEO of Twitter, right? Yeah. Uh, Jack Dorsey. He's in front of a committee and talking about all, you know, government stuff and social media and hacking and all this stuff. A protester uh, comes along and basically interrupts the the whole proceeding there. So I'm, I'm going to get to that. But just there's this representative, uh, Billy Long from Missouri who's trying to just kind of calm this lady down and shut her down, and then he just, he, he kind of snaps in a good way. Order. We'll have order in the hearing room, or you'll be asked to leave. Okay, all right. You'll, ma'am, if you'll please take a seat, or we'll have to have you, all right. then you'll need President to relieve. Donald Trump, help us. Please help us, Mr. President, before it is too late. Okay. Because Jack Dorsey is trying to influence the election huh? to sway. Okay, now what's happening oh, here? Oh, so she's is, against the Twitter guy. Yeah, the Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, is there. She starts protesting, basically saying, like, hey, Twitter's not fair and stuff like that. And and then this representative, Billy Long from Missouri, is saying, like, well, he needs a way to kind of shut her down right. and make this all stop. What's she saying? I can't understand her. What? I'm at a damn 12 and a half, 15, 7 and a half, 20 dollar, 2 and a half, 5, 7 and a half, 30. Yep, 30 dollar down here, 2 and a half, 5, 35, 7 and a half, 40. This dude went full blown auctioneer all in her ass okay what a complete gong show american politics is right now imagine living in another country and seeing this happen just going what is happening over there protester stands up yelling about donald trump and stuff with uh you know the ceo of twitter and then this guy billy long from missouri this representative Used to be an auctioneer, I guess, and just hit forty dollar to a half, five, five, forty five, seven and a half a day. Hot fifty dollar down here to Officer, will you escort this young lady out, please? Yep, two and a half now, five, fifty five, seven and a half, seventy. Up two and a half now, five, seventy five, seven and a half, eighty dollar to five, eighty five, ninety. I mean you can't hear her protesting anymore. He's canceling it out. At a hundred dollar a day and day and day and a quarter, one and a quarter, one hands and about two, two, two and a quarter. Yep, two and a half and about three, you about three hundred, yep, three and a quarter. Cut three and a quarter now, half, half, three and a half, and about four hundred. Still going. Yeah, but a four, four and a quarter, four. Half. We're selling the cell phone there. Four and a quarter, four and a half. Hit four and a half. We're selling five. Five hundred five. Five and a quarter, five and a half. I yield back. I yield back. Everybody has a good laugh about it too, and that yeah. Somehow, I think our auctioneer and resident's going to get tweeted about today. Uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, tweeted about in front of the CEO of Twitter. <laughs> Representative Billy Long goes full auctioneer on the protester. Daniel tweets is here. I live in Beaver County and I've never heard of naked volleyball. Well, listen, I'm telling you, we got the plug then because we talked about this a couple months ago on the show. How there is a nudist colony in Beaver County. You can look it up and they have a naked volleyball tournament. Truth. Just saying.
We're plugged into Beaver County. Well, the nudity in Beaver County, at least. Naked. Uh, of course, uh, the Steelers and everything going on with Le'Veon Bell is uh, what everybody is uh, talking about. Le'Veon Bell's agent went on uh, uh, the radio yesterday and basically said uh, they're not going to discuss the plan publicly, what they plan on doing. But he said, if you're Kevin Colbert, you're Mike Tomlin, you possibly have a once-in-a-generation player for one more season, what would your plan be? What would you do with that hypothetical player? I think you can read between those lines. Um, he was asked whether the plan is to report like week 10 mm-hmm. to earn a year towards free agency and hit the open market. Um, he basically said, we'll find out when we find out. I think Mike Tomlin said it best. He'll get there when he gets there, and we'll address those issues when he arrives. So uh, basically, Le'Veon's agent not really letting on what's uh, what's going to happen, but everybody kind of expects what happened yesterday, him not showing up. Uh, on Wednesday, when the plan to go uh, up against the Browns really starts taking uh, shape. Really, a lot of people just wrote him off for week one now. And a lot of people are thinking if he's going to sit out one week, what's the difference between one week and ten weeks in the situation that he's in? Um, Kevin Colbert, the Steelers GM, said we're not going to discuss any conversations through the media. If his agent wants to talk further, he has the number to our office. I mean, there's – what else is there to uh, discuss, really? Really talk about. I mean, he's on the franchise tag. Now, they can trade Le'Veon Bell, but a lot of things have to happen. First of all, Le'Veon has to come in and sign the franchise tag. Right. And then you got to find somebody who's willing to trade for a running back like that in you know during the season. And then I'm sure Le'Veon's going to want a guaranteed contract from that team. Exactly. Well, the Raiders just did it with uh, their best d- defensive player, Khalil Mack. Yeah. Like, he wasn't happy. He was holding out. I don't think he was franchised, though. I think he had a deal. The Raiders just got sick of him. They're like, all right, you know what? We're just going to trade you then. But the Steelers are in a different situation because Le'Veon Bell's not even an employee right now. So it is a mess. And then you have uh, you have Pittsburgh Dev. This lady just kind of, you know, there are just some magical moments on the local news where there is a topic, there is something that's going on. Uh, maybe it has to do with sports. Maybe it doesn't. And somebody from the local news goes out and just finds that voice. WTAE's David Kaplan found that yesterday. Steeler fans we talked to say they want Bell here at the facility in the South Side, getting ready for Week One, believing he gives the Steelers the best chance to win every game. Some a little more frustrated by his absence than others. All right, now we're about to see uh, Pittsburgh Deb here. Come on, do it for your team. <laughs> Debbie Cromlish says yep. Le'Veon Bell's holdout is. Making her sick. You know what? It's giving me a migraine hearing his damn name. Very angry at him. How about that? Pittsburgh Deb has a migraine. She's so she's so done with Le'Veon Bell and all this talk. You, you gave Deb a damn migraine, lady. You know what? It's giving me a migraine hearing his damn name. <laughs> Give me a migraine. I mean, I understand, okay? All right. He got to eat, too. All right. Now, now she's getting understanding. All he right. got a family. Got a family. Got to eat. I get it. He get, yeah, Deb, Deb gets, gets it. it. Deb, Deb gets it. But at Deb the knows. end of the day, really? At the end of the day, really? Really? That really is so Pittsburgh at the end of the day. Really? She looks right in the... At the end of the day. Really? It's so good. You can't take it with you, Lady On. You can't take it with you, Lady On. If you don't show up, who cares? Ah! We'll do it without. It's the Steeler. The Steeler. Like, we create the talent. <laughs> we made you who you are. We made you what you were. Yes. End the story. And there's the mic drop from death. End the story. End the story. It's the Steelers. We made you who you are. It's the Steeler. Steelers. We made you who you are. We made you what you're worth. 
End of story. I just want to know what's going through David Kaplan's head from WTA when he puts a microphone in front of Deb and, and, and that's all happening. Like, he knows he has Yinzer local news gold, doesn't he? He asked. I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. Yeah. I get it. But at the end of the day, really, really you can't really. take it with you, Lady On. Can't take it with you, Lady On, at the end of the day. Really? It's so good. The uh, Pittsburgh Deb WTAE interview. Thank you, David Kaplan, for getting the Yinza reaction really? that the entire city need. Listen, there's some healing that needs to go on here. Some people are okay with what Le'Veon's doing. Some people aren't. A lot of Steeler fans are angry at each other. Let Deb heal you. Deb really brought the healing and the understanding, Raleigh, that we all needed to calm this situation down. Savannah tweets us here. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, FS Mikey, FS Big Bob. Savannah tweets us, thank you uh, for telling us about the nudist colony in Beaver County. My mother has now looked up prices for the volleyball game and to camp up there. I think she may be considering going. Thanks, guys. Not something I want to think about. Why not? Let we're, mom be free. We're all born naked, Savannah. Okay? I'm camping for the weekend. <laughs> Mom's going camping. Mom wants to see some volleyball action. Mom just comes home with a giant volleyball trophy. <laughs> Mom won. <laughs> She's like a volleyball ringer. She just joins a team up there. Okay, I won the damn trophy. How about that? It's okay. Things are flopping all over the place. I didn't care. Uh, Leanne tweets here, my husband is the UPS driver for the nudist colony in Beaver County. It's for real. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like... I'm not arguing that it's not real. We questioned whether it was real a couple months ago on the show, and then we got some real facts. And yeah, there's definitely yeah. a nudist colony in uh, in Beaver County. How about being a UPS driver for that? That was a good time, right? Alex with an interesting tweet here. How else would Mikey and Bob uh, know about a nudist colony in Beaver County if they're not a part of it? Eh. I'll tell you, me and Bob naked... Wow. We could never play naked volleyball, though, because we've never seen each other naked. So That'd be a weird first place. We'd have to be like at, uh, we'd have to be like at, uh, like different times. Like I'd have to play one of the first games and Bob would have to play later in the game, in the day. So we didn't have to, uh, you know, see each other naked because that would just ruin the friendship. Uh, man shoved a bunch of iced coffee in his pants. Ta da. Oh, wait, is this a Florida story, too? I mean, I should have known, right? I mean, <laughs> I sh- at this point, I should have known. All right, let's get the uh, official intro here. <laughs> Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. Yeah. It's time to travel to the Sunshine yeah, 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 State. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It happened again. Yeah. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. 61-year-old David Barwinski of Gainesville is accused of walking in and out of a Circle K. Okay, it's like a gas station convenience store down in uh, Florida. Three times with various Starbucks Frappuccinos and Dunkin' Donuts espresso drinks in his <laughs> hands pockets and down his pants without paying. My dude took three trips in and out. Three trips. He stole around $100 worth of ice cold. Coffee. It's a lot of iced coffee. Okay, those things are usually like what, two, three bucks a piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He stole <laughs> going in and out of this Circle K about a hundred dollars of iced coffee in those, his pockets, down his pants. Those bottles are cold too. I know, right? You're crotching those bottles, man. That's crazy. 
Imagine if he crotched one of the bottles with the bottle sticking like straight out down his pants. Imagine working the counter at the Circle K and thinking that, like, what is that doing? What is happening? Yeah, it's, he's just walking around with that thing? <laughs> like, comes, it's a normal thing? Comes in and out over and over again through the door. Just like, what is this guy doing? He keeps one down mm-hmm. in his pants, though. So, like, you know, just yeah, keeps, yeah. He keeps the one in the front of his pants pointed directly out and then just comes back in and keeps stuffing them more. So as soon as they think about questioning me, like, I ain't going to ask him about what's in his pants. I ain't going to do that. Uh, so this 61-year-old guy stole a bunch of iced coffee. Customer told two employees uh, when he shoved coffee down his pants and in his pockets again <laughs> for the second time. The employee called police as the guy started putting more drinks in his car. He walked in the store for a third time but was confronted by an employee when he tried to leave without paying. The employee told police that Barwinski, uh, 61 years old of Gainesville, said he forgot to pay for one drink and then placed the bottle on the counter and walked out. When an employee <laughs> that, followed into his car... That was the one that was pointing straight out of his pants. Yeah, that's, oh, what, that's what it was. I, let me take like, this out. Listen, man, you keep... He's like, oh, forgot. I Listen, <laughs> my crotch gets really hot down here in the heat. Listen, this... Uh, this end, this end of summer swampiness that I get in my groinal region, I have to stick an iced cappuccino down my pants to cool it down. I forgot it was down there. It felt so good, I forgot to whip it out and pay for it. Okay? I will pay for this. Actually, he didn't say he'll pay for this. He actually yelled, blank you at the employee. Oh. When police arrived, officers found a car littered with the Starbucks frappuccinos and Dunkin' Donuts coffee <laughs> drinks, but no receipts. He was charged with theft and banned from Circle K. <laughs> Man, you did something special. The you got Circle banned from a Florida K Circle K. Ban. Florida making the show once again. Uh, Pitt Penn State, of course, big game Saturday night. Heinz Field, Parkageddon, just a couple of days away now. Pirates moved their uh, night game to the afternoon. Uh-huh. But there's so many just rules and things that are going to go on Saturday with parking. I the, think their plan is to try to clear everyone out within a half-hour time frame that they like estimated. A, like after the Pirates game, like half an hour to an hour for all Pirates fans to get out. Which seems pretty hard. And then... what With cars going in and out of the city at the same time? And then Pitt Penn State, like 5 o'clock, right? Aren't they hoping to open the gates then? Yeah, so it'll be like yeah. a quick tailgating. Yeah. I mean, with public transportation and stuff, people are just going to be drunk on the North Shore all day Saturday. It doesn't matter. Just because they can't... It's just going to be drunks on the North Shore. It's park again, though, on Saturday for uh, Pitt Penn State. The NFL season actually kicks off tonight. Eagles taking on the Falcons. Uh, at Philadelphia because they are the Super Bowl champion. Uh, the Nike uh, Colin Kaepernick ad. There is a Just Do It Nike uh, ad. Features Colin Kaepernick. It's like two minutes long. It's not all Colin Kaepernick, though. He narrates it, but it features different athletes from LeBron James to Serena Williams to the U.S. women's national soccer team mm-hmm. uh, and basically centers around if a person's dreams are uh, are kind of crazy enough. So that Nike Colin Kaepernick narrated ad will uh will air tonight i believe that's such a weird dynamic because the nfl's uh, de- dealing with the whole collusion case against colin kaepernick and then it's nike nfl 10-year like apparel deal and, and then, then nike launches as colin campaign. kaepernick yeah. and now the ad has l- nothing to do with like <laughs> the anthem or anything like that or showing him taking a knee he's just narrating it he's like walking through a street but yeah. then it shows like lebron and serena and uh, different things like that. So that will air tonight. I, I, 
I truly believe that as far as a week one game goes to kick off the NFL season, if the Steelers do not beat the Browns on Sunday with everything that is going on, with the disappointment of, of last year and with everything that's going on with Le'Veon Bell and the team, if they don't win week one, mm-hmm. I mean, tell me a bigger week one meltdown than if the Steelers lose to the Browns. Because I, I think they're a better team, but it's still the Browns, and I know a lot of people still just don't think the Browns ever improve and they're always going to win like one or no games. Uh, I think they'll be better this year, but I can't recall a year where week one was as important. Not not in the grander scheme of things in playoff wise, not really. But as far as the Steeler fan base go and how we all know the Steelers fan base and we all know people who cannot Ooh. even not even handle any regular season loss with everything that's going on. People can't even handle regular season wins if it's not by <laughs> enough to their standards. Yo, people can't even handle preseason wins. Oh. The, the first kind of Steeler Facebook comments that we read um, as far as the game goes was when they beat the Eagles, right? The first preseason game. There were people bitching and complaining about the team after they won the first preseason game of the year. <laughs> If they lose, it'll be devastation. But can you do you agree with me on that? As far as oh, a, yeah. as far as the Steeler fan base goes, in just a week one regular season game, the meltdown I don't think will be like anything else. Like the fire is already being started. The logs are being put on. The gasoline is being sprayed on. It's going to get hot real fast. If the All the Browns got to do is win, and that match oh. is... Woo! Woo! I mean, Facebook comments will be playoff loss level-like. I think it'll be that bad if the Steelers lose week one of the Browns. That's oh, yeah. how much I feel uh-huh. like is on the line in week one. Yep. It's not, though. It's one game. Yeah, it's one game. It doesn't mean anything, really. But I mean, the games are important, especially in the NFL. But I feel like it's going to be playoff loss meltdown level if the Steelers lose to the Browns somehow on Sunday in Cleveland. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's setting up that way. I mean, it is going to be like Le'Veon's fault. It's going to be Tomlin's fault. It is going to be... I want the Steelers to win. I do. But I'm just saying, and I've been saying this for a while now. I don't know if it's just like, as I get a little older, what it is, but I try not to let sports and just other things uh, just affect me to where, well, like the lady on WTAE said, Le'Veon Bell gives her migraines. I yeah. try to not let uh, sports and athletes like affect me that much to where I'm super angry or feel like I can't I can't function properly you know I don't know if it's just me or I just you know I want the Steelers to win but if they lose oh man we we are it's gonna be sloppy we will be here Monday oh yeah I mean we will be uh-huh <laughs> Um, all right. We uh, got a couple of Florida stories to uh, get to here. Always weird things happening down in Florida. This has become just a staple of our show. Anytime anything weird happens in Florida, you all send it to us because you are our show producer. Since we don't actually have one, a lot of times we rely on you 
uh, for the content for the show. That's why if the show is bad, it's all your fault. Uh, so Florida stories, a thing on the show. It is time to go down to Florida. Here we go. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. I got two real quick Florida stories here. The first one has to do with the dead duck. man from Miami is hanging dead ducks as a way to get speeders to slow down through his neighborhood. The homeowner says he's had it with reckless drivers. He posted two dead ducks on a stop sign. He says drivers are bound to slow down and one wonder why they're there. Okay, now. Yo, Florida is crazy as all hell. Now, a lot of times in neighborhoods where there's people that consistently speed, especially in it's a neighborhood where there's children around and stuff, there will be like a caution, children playing in the area sign or something like that. Or even the extreme, sometimes the uh, police will put out an actual radar there that clocks your speed and lets you know you're speeding. Not enough, obviously, in Florida. Florida, though, this guy just put dead ducks on a stop sign. (laughs) Hung dead ducks off the stop sign. Uh, how about that, man? It's Florida. I'm telling you, it's just... I'll slow them down. Things are just different down there. Uh, Taylor tweets this here. I've never been grossed out by the word creamy until Mikey used it to describe the humid weather. That was a visual I wasn't intending on having this morning. Wait, you had a visual? What sort of creamy... A creamy visual? <laughs> what sort of creamy visual did you have? What is happening? <laughs> Let right. me, hold on, let me, let me close my eyes. You say creamy. <laughs> let me see if I see anything. Well, hold on. I don't feel like I could just say creamy. I think I need to do it like I did it when I was talking about the humidity. All right, hold on. Right, Hot, go. humid, sweaty, sticky, swampy, moist, creamy. You have a creamy visual over there, Bobby? You look like you did. Yeah. You did? Yeah, yeah. Was it me? Was I creamy? You were. Wow. What kind of cream was it? Was it like uh, like suntan lotion cream or uh-huh. like lotiony cream? Thick. Thick. Thick cream. What color? White. Like a donut cream? Like Mm-mm. donut icing? Mm-mm. You sure I wasn't iced? Mm-mm. You sure I wasn't iced out, player? Huh? Mm-mm. You sure it wasn't donut icing? Mm-mm. You sure you weren't dreaming of me having daydreams about me covering donut icing, Bob? You caught me. <laughs> you caught me. Which, by the way, hold on. Before I get to the next Florida story. You just powdered? Powdered donut? (laughs) Just rolling around in donut powder? Before I get to the next Florida story, and let's move off of having uh, creamy Bob donut fantasies about me. We blew it the last couple days. Because uh, I think it was last year or two years ago, we put the challenge out to Pittsburgh meteorologists and said, say creamy during the news. Describe something as creamy on the news. And we've done this before, where we will put it out there in the morning. Hey, anybody doing the weather this morning on any of the local news stations, say this word during your forecast. And then we go bonkers. It was creamy one year. Mm -hmm. Scott Harbaugh from WPXI and Ashley Doherty from WTAE both worked the word creamy into their broadcast. And it was hilarious. We blew it. We should have we should have had somebody drop a creamy. On the news, like the last couple days. All right, uh, back to Florida. It is another Florida story. Police are looking for someone who may have made an unintentional donation to a thrift shop. Yep. That's nearly five pounds of marijuana in that bag. Five pounds of weed donated to a Florida <laughs> thrift shop. How, why, 
How? Employees uncovered it when they were doing an inventory of clothing donations yeah. to a thrift store in Sarasota. Yep. More than 2,100 grams of vacuum-sealed marijuana, ah. not seized, but donated to this thrift shop. How it got there is anyone's guess. Yeah, was it by accident or something? Did somebody think it was like a clothes a hell of in a, a vacuum-sealed bag or something? Or did somebody just need to get rid of the weed? And the Pines Thrift Store is part of a Pines retirement community and receives clothing and furniture donations on a daily basis. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. This is a special thrift store that's part of a retirement community and somebody dropped off five five pounds of weed? The street value of the weed recovered is worth a few thousand dollars. So far, no arrests have been made. Listen, maybe this was just a very, very, I guess, caring weed dealer and they thought, okay. Take care of the seniors. Retirement community. A lot of seniors go yeah, to this hell thrift yeah. shop. Uh-huh. I am going to give a special surprise to some of these seniors who, I don't know what the medical marijuana laws are down in Florida, but this weed dealer just said, you know what? Some granny, some grandpa is going to have themselves a, a good time. They're going to smoke that glaucoma away because I'm dropping five pounds of weed it's at like the, the senior thrift shop. The Florida Weed Fairy. It is. Just swooping in and giving what if granny they, What if grandpa? this becomes a thing? What if this becomes a thing? Oh, oh, Florida needs a weed fairy so bad. Can you imagine the stories if single people are getting five pounds of weed <laughs> at, at a time? Oh, Florida Weed Fairy just needs to be a thing. Florida making the show once again. You think other teams are calling this morning for, like, the trade? See if dealers would be interested or if they could work something out? Well, we, we were talking about this earlier. So much has to happen. Le'Veon has to sign his franchise tag to even be traded. They can't trade him right now. He's not even an employee right now. And then a team is basically going to have to guarantee Le'Veon they're going to sign him to the long-term well, I just deal wonder, that he wants. It's now like, that there's blood in the water, I oh, wonder yeah. like how many are just circling around. I think, I think so, but I also think like how many teams out there don't have their running back situation where they feel like they're one running back away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, probably not many. I think maybe this situation changes. If you get a team who starts the season hot or is like a Super Bowl contender, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of any teams right now, but think of a team that's a Super Bowl contender and their big running back goes down. Then maybe something gets worked. I don't know. But like I said, a lot has to get worked out for Le'Veon Bell to uh, to be traded. Marquise Pouncey uh, yesterday said, I really thought it was going to be Wednesday. Trust me, I really did. After a couple of text messages and knowing Le'Veon, uh, who wants to be the best in the league, but obviously he proved us all wrong. I think that's more on the Steelers' offensive line who are angry about that than it is Le'Veon Bell, right? Just because Le'Veon, you know, didn't let you know exactly when he was going to show up. Is that Le'Veon's fault? Like, I don't know. Yeah, Le'Veon didn't come out and say, like, oh, see you Wednesday morning. At least he didn't say it in public. He said to the players, they should have been like, here, look. This is what he said before raging. It just seems, it all seems so strange. Do you think it'll get to that point? Like... I want I want Pouncey to show like Le'Veon text like let's see the receipts. All the receipts, yeah. Uh, he said the team's totally fine. This is a veteran team. We have a lot of older guys who've been through a lot of situations. You've seen the ups and downs. We've been through it. We're strong. We're strong minded. We're strong willed. Willed. We're just ready to play football. Uh, Connor looks great at this point with Le'Veon. Go ahead and miss ten games. That was Marquise Pouncey. David DeCastro. I think we're all disappointed. What's the expression? We're stuck with our foot in our mouths. Well, you did that to yourselves. We all thought he'd be here. 
just sit out the whole year then? Well, he's not going to sit out the whole year because then he won't be able to be a free agent. He's going to, it appears, maybe even sit out whatever it is, 10 weeks so it counts as a season and he can go get his money next year. Because no matter what, at this point, there's no way the Steelers are giving this dude a big long-term deal. Like no, that, everything seems broken, yeah. <laughs> that ship is sailed. You kind of always knew he was going to go after this year, but he could have the best year in however many games he played. But Le'Veon Bell getting a long-term deal Yo, here. He, he should show up today and just be like, sorry, guys, I was going to come yesterday. I had diarrhea. <laughs> okay. We have said this on the show before, that when it comes <laughs> to a work environment, diarrhea cures everything. <laughs> If you tell your boss you have diarrhea, you're going home for the day. Just be like, boss, I'm sorry. I have been in the bathroom for 20 minutes, three different occasions today. I have diarrhea. Your boss would be like, just go just go home. Like the old line just roasts him. He shows up today, talks to the media. He's like, I, I, I had diarrhea. All right, so we have figured out the Steelers' situation <laughs> in two different ways today. We said if the Steelers' offensive line is so hurt, they should start a GoFundMe page on the low where they each donate like $5 million <laughs> and then get Le'Veon back, right? They should get him if they're so upset. Or, as Bob has just geniusly suggested, Le'Veon comes back, act like nothing really did. I was going to come in on Wednesday. I know I told some of you on the low that I was coming in Wednesday, but then I was down in Florida. I couldn't even get on the plane to get up here. I had the squirts. I had Steelers squirts, but I'm back. Mikey and Bob, 96-1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Zoom, zoom. Show went by fast today. It really did. Uh, Six more chances later today to win a full trip to Vegas. See Justin Timberlake, Childish Gambino, Carrie Underwood, and more. It's our iHeartRadio Music Festival. It's in like a couple weeks. T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. Six times you have a chance to win a full trip out there. Tickets, airfare, hotel, everything taken care of. 11-10 during the Ryan Seacrest Show. Will be your next keyword to text into 200 200. NFL season starts tonight. Falcons and Philly taking on the Super Bowl champion Eagles. That'll be fun, right? Just to have that football back. The game starts later, though. I mean, we've we've known this since they've been doing like that just single opening Kick-off, night game yeah, yeah. with the uh the Super Bowl champion, like the game, uh, what, like 8.20, 8.30, it's going to kick off? Mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll be tapped out by halftime if I even make it that far. Uh, so NFL season starts tonight. Uh, who knows what happens with Le'Veon Bell and the Steelers on a uh, on a day-to-day basis. We did have two um, possible scenarios since it seems like the Steelers' offensive line was upset at Le'Veon. A lot of them, uh, you know, basically saying he's, he's playing for Le'Veon and not the team. Why don't they all donate their salary to Le'Veon this year? If it's about the team and not the money, why don't they give up their money for Le'Veon? GoFundMe? Yeah, a GoFundMe. A Steelers offensive line GoFundMe just for Le'Veon. If they... <laughs> the team. <laughs> like, I, I know it's the right thing to say, but listen. Everybody's got contracts. Everybody's millionaires. Everybody's got money. Some more than others. You know, Ben and Antonio Brown haven't really thrown crazy shots publicly you know why they're sitting back with a lot of money yeah yeah <laughs> they yep. got they got their deals and they've been getting their deals Le'Veon just hasn't got his yet and he's a little upset I don't blame him and the offensive line was quite heated about it so uh they should start a GoFundMe or Le'Veon can just show up like nothing happened and tell reporters he was going to show up yesterday 
but he had diarrhea. I think at that at this point, that's the way that all of this blows over. He still starts on Sunday, and uh, I think that's what needs to happen. Diarrhea. Cha-cha-cha. Sorry. I was waiting till the last minute to get ready for Cleveland, which probably would have been yesterday, Wednesday, right? To get the game plan in and everything and say, hey, he's back now. He's in good shape. He's our starter, right? Mm-hmm. Wednesday mm-hmm. was probably last minute to get in for Sunday, right? If diarrhea knocks you out for a day, though, I think he can still show up today. We are geniuses, man. A, I know. A GoFundMe and diarrhea? You oh. kidding me? Steelers and Le'Veon are going through some unnecessary drama right now, and we got the whole damn thing figured Let us out. solve it. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, stream and download full episodes. Mikey and Bob podcast is up on iHeartRadio. Uh, Freak Show question of the day today. This will be around 530 with Tall Kathy. What was the name of the lady who gave the amazing Yinzer interview about Le'Veon Bell on uh, WTAE? Her name was Deb. D-E-B, Deb. You know what? It's giving me a migraine hearing his damn name. Le'Veon was giving her a migraine. I mean, I understand, okay? He got to eat, too. He got a family. I get it. But at the end of the day, really, you can't take it with you, Le'Veon. Really? You can't take it with you, Le'Veon. I love when things like this happen because we run it into the ground. (laughs) Le'Veon. You know, there was so much Deb on the show today that I never want to hear Deb again. (laughs) We ran it into the ground. All right, so Deb is the answer to the Freak Show question of the day around 5.30 with Tall Kathy. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.